Let's reload. I'll be like, shoes, sunset on the beach. If you wanna pull up on Miami with the heat, I don't know about you. Alright, welcome back to the Anytime Sports Podcast. I'm Colin, and I'm here with my co-host, Andrew. Let's go, let's go. Ninth episode, we're going strong, we're going strong. We're going strong, nine episodes. We, we're going to continue to make more content, but let's start off with this. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, we're yeah. going to react to Sunday's game, Wild Card Weekend. It was, a, it was an iffy one, but we still played some football, and mm-hmm. some good teams arised, we found out. Let's start off with the Raiders and the Bengals, why don't you? You want to take us through that, Andrew? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, very close coming down in the end. Uh, Raiders did have a shot to come out with this one. I believe uh, they were going down, marching down the field. Bengals, obviously, their defense making plays. Um, Joe Burrow was 24 for 34, 244 yards. Derek Carr was 29 for 54, 310 yards. He was slinging the ball all day. Darren Waller, seven receptions, 76 yards. Jamar Chase, nine receptions, 116 yards. This Bengals team, I'm just telling you, bro, they're coming together at the right time. I don't believe this year they're going to have a Super Bowl, obviously, because they're so young. It's these guys' first playoff run. I think in the next three years we'll see a Bengals Super Bowl title. What are your opinions? I I do like this. Uh, This game was very close, probably one of the few games that I actually thought was close this playoff weekend. Cincinnati did a good job. Joe Burrow looked cool, calm, and collected in that playoff game. He's going to have a big one coming up, though, and that's a real test to see if Joey B can handle with the big boys. Yeah. But uh, credit to Cincinnati getting their first playoff win in over 31 years. People were saying send that text because before texting was even there, they, that was even before they've uh, people have ever texted. The Bengals have won a playoff game before. Yeah, because texting it's, was invented after. It wasn't invented. It wasn't, yeah, the last playoff game they had, it wasn't even invented. Yeah, so send that first text. That was the first time somebody ever sent Cincinnati has won a playoff game in 31 years. Wow. Good for Cincinnati, and we'll we'll touch on their game later. They played the Titans, but credit to them. Let's head mm-hmm. to the next playoff game. And this is the this playoff game is the idea of perfect. This is the perfect game you would want to play. If you're an NFL team, the Bills beat the Patriots 47-17, to 17, seven straight drives, seven touchdowns. An absolutely phenomenal game by the, by the Bills. Phenomenal game by the Bills. We knew Mac Jones coming to this. He was a rookie. He showed his rookie stripes. Josh Allen, absolutely phenomenal. 21-25 for 308 passing and five touchdowns. Yeah. Phenomenal the Bills job. Having a perfect game, not punting the ball once, not turning the ball over once. Uh, he had f- only four incompletions, five touchdowns. So they pretty much offset each other, um, which is actually crazy considering you're going against the top five defense in the entire NFL. But yeah, credit to Josh Allen 21 for 25, like you said. Um, credit but, to, yeah. yeah, credit to Josh Allen and the uh, Buffalo Bills and what they did. Uh, Mac Jones, he had a couple good throws. He was kind of struggling during that game. That def- that Buffalo defense really got pissed. I think they were pissed off that none of their guys made it to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. And they were the technically ranked number one defense in the league. They were kind of pissed off about that. Uh, Mike Hyde had a nice interception uh, in the end zone there. Yeah, now we get, uh, but uh, yeah. don't you think just looking at Mac Jones wearing that 
stupid scuba suit. Would that <laughs> rub you the wrong way if you're a defensive player and and kind of like motivate you to do what better yeah. against this rookie I mean, quarterback mm-hmm. who thinks he could wear a stupid scuba suit it and would. still win the game, right? It would like we were saying this year, like we were saying in the past episodes, Mac Jones was put in the perfect in the perfect spot to be the quarterback that he is. Um, he's put with a great coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time, with a decent team around him to make it to the playoffs. But once he gets put against this Bills team, like a good, consistent team like this, and it's not a blizzard outside in Buffalo, and you can't run the ball game, and Josh Allen could actually sling the ball, you're gonna have some, you're gonna have a tough time. And then I got the stat of the Bills' drives on that game. It was touchdown, 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 and then kneel it to end the game. Every single drive was a touchdown, besides the end. It- the Patriots needed to have a big game yeah. for Mac Jones in order for them to win. Mac Jones was not able to deliver. I think it was very obvious to see that Mac Jones actually looked like a rookie in this game. He acted mm-hmm. like a rookie. I mean, he is a rookie, but there's so much more other talented guys that in that situation, in that playoff game, would rise up to the occasion. I don't think Mac Jones is there yet. He does have the potential to be a great quarterback in this league. He's not there yet. He's a true rookie. Hopefully Bill Belichick and the boys will probably get back to it, get back to the basics, and work this offseason. They'll be back in the playoffs next year. Yep. And I think they'll go past the wild card round, if I'm going to be honest. Hopefully so. But credit to the Buffalo Bills. Yep. If you got anything else to add, Andrew? No, nothing much. Just a phenomenal game by Buffalo. All right. You want to head into the next game? Yep, on to the next one. It was uh, Bucks and Eagles. Bucks coming out 31, Eagles 15. Going into this, none of us thought Eagles were going to win. Everyone thought Bucks were going to come out on top, uh-huh. which they did just that. The Bucks are a struggling team, too. They've got injuries. Antonio Brown's gone. Chris Godwin's gone. It's basically Mike Evans and Gronk for Tom Brady. That's his only weapons. Uh, Lenny's out. Basically, just a really struggling uh, Tampa team. If, if I could see him, they're going to have some problems going into the playoffs with these injuries. But since especially these guys aren't coming back and they're out for the season, it's going to be really difficult for this Tampa Bay team going into the future. They're definitely going to have some problems with the injuries that they have. Leonard Fournette, huge injury. Uh, Chris Godwin, huge injury. These are guys that make dividends in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. Mm-hmm. And losing Antonio Brown to the ex-scandals and all that. Um, and now Antonio Brown says it wasn't as professional of him to uh, to walk out like he did. But that's besides the point. They still don't have them on the team, so they're really their uh cent- their starting center got hurt, banged up in the game. One of their tackles got banged up. That's really good. Hasn't missed a game yeah. in like forever, and he's yeah. only been in the league for short, but he hasn't missed a missed a game. Mm-hmm. So you got a banged up offensive line. That's not as good to protect Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not the most mobile guy in the world. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need some guys. They need a couple wide receivers to step up. Maybe the running backs did a serviceable job in this game, although they really didn't need to push on, push the pedal on uh, Philadelphia because Jalen Hurts was unable to move that offense yeah. all day. Another thing it was very that- prim. He's a, yeah, he's a second-year player, which is, resembles a lot like Mac Jones. They're, it's their um, first playoff jitters. You know, get it out of the way. Possibly next year you can see the Eagles making a run. The Eagles do have three first-round draft picks. Will be, be, um, tr- will be amazing for them to go into the future with those young guys. Um, Jalen Hurts is really young. The receivers are young. Uh, they got Jalen Rager, which I saw a stat today. It was like yeah. they picked him over Justin Jefferson. 
which is yeah, that's insane. Crazy, but yeah, to me, it's just the Eagles yeah. don't look like. To me, their coaching is yeah, they haven't really beaten anyone notable. They're, yeah, they're, easy they're schedule. An easier, easy schedule, easy, um, easy, easy division. I'd say there's only one other team that could compete with them, and it was the Cowboys, who beat them both times that they did. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't poised to make a run here. They were really did never deserved to be in the playoffs, and that's why I do believe we should go back to uh, what we have our former playoffs. I don't believe we should allow these teams who have literally no chance. Yeah, exactly. To like affect some of these Super Bowl runners because Tampa Bay absolutely destroyed them. Yeah, because um, but they got a couple mm-hmm. people banged up in that game. Yeah, like you're so saying, so it just leaves the good yeah. bad good teams get injured. Yeah, like you're saying, a team that's barely above 500, a team that's really, really bad during the regular season, Super Wild Card Weekend allows them to get in. Like the Steelers, they're, they tied with the Lions for Pete's sake. Isn't, they were 9-7-1. and one. And Big Ben, you look terrible out there. It's giving these teams a better chance to make it to the Super it Bowl. It is, and if you think of the first year it was implemented, you, uh, you see the Bears making it, and they yeah. are laughable in the playoffs against uh, the Saints that year. I mean, you get you get teams like Washington in the play. I mean, just absolute terrible teams. I mean, yeah. Washington had to make it because they were division winners, actually, but they had no uh, business being in the playoffs either. But I, uh, I I do think we should go back to the older format because this is obviously just a play mm-hmm. to get more money. These aren't good good games. You can't call them playoff games. They're just like, blowout games. Like, if you were to ask me, I don't think the Bills and Patriots should be playing in the wild card round. Although they're both in the same division, I don't think it's fair to have, like, teams like the Chiefs versing the Steelers, and then the Bills and Patriots, who are both really great teams. Yeah, I don't think... You're not gonna get... You're not gonna change my mind and say, oh, a Steelers Chiefs game was needed. It was not no, needed. No one wanted to watch Not that. at all. Nobody wanted to watch that yeah. game. Obviously grabbed for money. It is. But it hurts the second seed who used to have a bye and used to get healthier because they are a good football team to even compete with the first first uh first place team. So it's 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 a shame and I think we should go back, but you can't do it now. But let's head into the next game. Our first upset. Of the, the wild card week, and the Niners won against the Cowboys, twenty-three to seventeen. Let's be frank about this one. If uh, Jimmy Garoppolo actually knew how to throw the throw the ball mm-hmm. accurately, I think this game would have been a blowout from the beginning. I did predict the Forty ers to win this one. I think everyone basically had the 49ers win this one. Because everyone doesn't like the Cowboys. Their defense, it was a great yeah. defensive show. Everyone on the offense, they kind of showed Elijah Mitchell had 27 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown. That's a very good running game. And, but Garoppolo's going to have one throw a game that's going to be like, oh, crap, you shouldn't have thrown that, or one or two of those. Mm-hmm. And it did happen in this game. Luckily, they still came out with a win. But wow, what about this Cowboys team? How did they lose, Andrew? Yeah, a few things I want to touch on for this one. Obviously, we all know how it went down. Uh, it was like, I think it was 14 seconds left. Dak Prescott chose to run a QB sneak, which would have worked. He ran it down. I think he got like 14 yards off of it. Uh, he went down. He tried setting the ball himself, although the rules state, and obviously, you know, you hand it to the official. The official places it down. You don't place your own ball down and then hike it. The official places it down, and then you could snap it. 
I think that play would have worked if Dak Prescott ran the 14 yards, handed the ball to the official when he was running behind him, let him through, let him place it, and then you snap it and spike it, then you get one more chance to score. I think that would have worked, but obviously Dak doesn't know the rules, so that's what costed them the game. But um, honestly, awful play calling by Dak, um, this Dallas team. Another thing I want to touch on, um, I saw a stat on Instagram too. It was like like I was saying by the Dolphins. They're a fake team. Their division is easy. They got the Giants in their division. It's easy. Um, they were I think they were twenty seven and seven in divisional games in the past few years, and they were twenty eight and twenty seven against non divisional teams, which really yeah, puts out a good stat. Because think of it, they play six divisional games a year, which instantly gives them six divisional wins, which will automatic because. They got an easy division, so that's true. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying I'm gonna say that the Cowboys are a fake team. I don't know about Zeke; he's getting older, he's getting up there. Dak, uh, I don't know; they're just not proven. I don't think they can make a deep playoff run in the few years. They got weapons; they're just not utilizing them. They have a lot of talent on their team, and yeah. they uh, they did exactly what I said they couldn't do. They had to come out to a fast start. They had to, and they didn't. The first quarter, they got zero points. San Francisco is already up. 10 to 0. They could have gotten another touchdown to make it 17. I I think it should have been. They were down there towards the goal line. They could have probably went for it, but they chose to kick a field goal. Yeah. But uh they needed to get off and they kept shooting themselves in the foot. A lot of penalties are in that game, so you can't necessarily blame it on the Dak run at the end of the game. Yes, it was a not mm-hmm. maybe not the smartest decision. Maybe it was thinking, "Hey, we can get it slide a little f- few yards earlier you could uh, spike the ball have one one play left but uh i really think it's execution on the dallas cowboys and their uh coaching staff honestly i believe that offensive coaching staff is should be the ones to blame here i believe the defense uh put san francisco in check in this game dan quinn did a great job with his defense i think you should look at kellen moore mike mccarthy and the offense for that loss, that was a abysmal loss. I think Zeke was playing through injuries during that one. Mm-hmm. But um, it was abysmal. And to lose at home and in Jerry World when you have this talented of a team, I mean, it's it's very it's very embarrassing. And I think Jerry Jones knows that too. And I, I hope something's done for them because they're just a team that can never – they'll make it to the playoffs, but they won't. Interesting fact is that uh, Dak Prescott and uh, Tony Romo have the same playoff record, so it's 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 very wild right now. But who knows with the Dallas Cowboys, they might do something this off season. I there's I haven't heard much of Mike McCarthy getting fired, although I I wouldn't want anyone to get fired fired. But um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't call for anyone's job, but uh. Mike McCarthy, that it wasn't a great game, and the discipline from that team, getting all those penalties on yeah. the offense and defense, special teams. I mean, it's just, it's insane, and uh, I it could have been avoided if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. You're probably hurting right now, but uh, yeah, the game did, exactly. The game definitely did not need to be that close. If they were, uh, they're the team that their record states twelve and five. They would have been ahead at the start of this game. They would have came off electric, but. No, it didn't have to come down to the last minute, but it did, and the Niners came out on top. Yeah, they they were just they're really bad this season at starting off games, and they were really bad at starting off this one. So uh, couldn't really climb back in the deficit. Um, Dallas 
made a charge towards the end of the game. They put himself in position to win the game, mostly because of Jimmy G interception. But, you know, credit to the 49ers. They are moving on, and we are also moving on to the next game. Yep. The Chiefs beat the Steelers 42-21. to What were your thoughts on the game, Andrew? I don't think anyone thought the Steelers were to come out on top. This was Big Ben's final hoorah, his final let's play for fun game. Final, Even Big yeah. Ben said... They had no shot, and they were gonna play for fun. Yeah, even yeah, even Big Ben knew. I mean, like we said with Wild Card Weekend, it's not really fair putting these teams against each other because it's Chiefs. We've obviously seen in the past; they've been an amazing team. The Steelers, look at this. Like the Cowboys, also the same record as the Chiefs, going against a team like the Niners, who have been great. But yeah, I mean Pittsburgh. I do not know what's going on with them. Juju was back from his injury, which is amazing. Um, but they didn't really utilize him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was 30 for 39, 400 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Travis Kelsey actually threw a touchdown, uh, one for one, obviously. Um, that's pretty much all the major stats from that. Uh, Travis Kelsey had five receptions, 108 yards. And what are your thoughts on the game? Um, before I go into Kansas City and, and congratulate them and give them props, I just want to say Pittsburgh is one good quarterback, one veteran quarterback away from being very good next season. Yep. This team is very built and ready to win now. That defense is phenomenal. That offense is literally one quarterback away. They were what we said Chicago was a couple years ago. They're one guy away. And hopefully, I, I really hope, I've heard reports that Mason Rudolph, uh, Dwayne Haskins is, is going to be the guy there. I really hope it isn't, and I really hope. But it is against their nature to trade for a quarterback. It is. They, they don't really trade away their picks. They use their picks wisely. Uh, I, I could see I'm hearing reports that um they may draft a quarterback in the draft later in the rounds. You think they're drafting late 20s. So, uh, yeah, we got to uh, see. Gotta I, see who's who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Kenny Pickett, maybe if he's maybe. he falls maybe. that low, but uh, depending. Uh, who knows? Uh, and also, then let me get to the. Yeah, I'm. Gonna, oh, no, go I'm go gonna, ahead. I'll touch on it. Maybe also who might fall that low? Who I saw was pretty decent in college was Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. Uh, they were like Final Four in the college playoffs. Uh, he looked pretty solid when I've watched him, but I don't know. It's up to Pittsburgh. They really haven't had a new quarterback since since Big Ben came around. Really, he's been their guy. Now he's gone, so they got they got to resort to a new guy. I mean, they got the weapons there. They got the receivers. They got Najee Harris. They got a good defense. They got TJ Watt. But, yeah, like you said, they're one good quarterback away from being a playoff team. Yeah, they're very, they're very good one quarterback away um, All right, from yeah. winning. And in this... Uh, Sorry, I was looking up. I was thinking, who's the Liberty quarterback? Because that was another guy that was, um, oh yeah, uh, said to be a good guy in the draft to get. I'm not necessarily his draft stock may have lowered because I don't think they won their bowl game. Maybe they did. No, they had a couple bad losses in there. But who knows? Let me give credit to the Kansas City Chiefs though for beating the Pittsburgh Steelers in this one. Kansas City, uh, actually very surprisingly didn't get off to a fast start. They they didn't score any points in the first, but then they started kicking it up, and they started kicking it up really well. Patrick Mahomes played pretty damn good in this game. If it wasn't for that one interception, he would have been absolutely phenomenal. You're looking at Josh Allen types, not type of production. I mean, he was 30 of 39, 404, five touchdowns, interception. Absolutely phenomenal in this one. 
if they can just keep that offense going, and that defense is very damn good. I don't know if people are not giving them as much respect. I don't I don't know. Maybe because of the earlier in the season how they were playing, but this defense is playing hella good right now, and I can't wait to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Definitely spiking at the right time. It all depends on what comes down next week. On to the next yes, game. Yes, it, it is. Let's head in, into the next game. The Rams and the Cardinals. Rams were at home. Cardinals were at away, and the Rams took it to the Cardinals, 34-11. to What were your thoughts on the game? Like we said the past weeks, Cardinals have been falling at the ra- wrong time. I don't know what's going on. Um, Kyler Murray was 19 for 34, 137 yards. He was missing balls left and right. He was getting pressured all night. Um, he would not catch a break. He had that one uh, in the end zone, a little flick up, um, and then the Rams picked it off and did a scoop and score. No, it was a pick six at like the one-yard line. Just take the safety at that point. But, you know, Kyler Murray, I don't know what happened with this team. They looked really hot. They were undefeated at the start of the season. Fall, They fell at the wrong time. They were 8-1 away before this game. But, no, they fell. This Rams team, on the other hand. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw no picks in this game. This is what we need to see from Matthew Stafford if we want to see him make it far. But also, Matthew Stafford only threw 17 balls. 13 for 17, 202 yards. That's all you need, though. He could win the game. That's all that matters. Cam Akers was back from his injury. He looked absolutely amazing. OBJ did get his first playoff touchdown. He did have four receptions for 54 yards. Cooper Cup, five receptions for 61 yards. Things for this Ram team, Rams team are starting to come together. I could definitely see them. I, if the Rams and Bucks next week, I'm going to put in my pick early. I could see the Rams beating the Bucks. They don't have a lot of injuries. They got a hot defense. They got a hot offense right now. If Matthew Stafford could prevent throwing picks to the Bucks, I think I could see the Rams coming out on top, but... What are your thoughts on this game? I definitely can see um, what you're saying here, and I just want to notice and just kind of say Cliff Kingsbury and his record in late-season games, you know? Yeah. Let's start back in, like, 2013 when he was with Texas Tech. He started off 7-0. and Then he ended the season 1-5. and Same in 2014 where he started the season actually... Three and four, and he ended it one and four. And then 2015 at Texas Tech, five and two, ended the season with a two and four record. Maybe, I mean, maybe I these, maybe, maybe he's getting. And then you go, and then we'll, he had a couple more years like that in college, and then you get to his his Arizona record in 2019, first season taking it over. He was three three and one to start uh, the first seven weeks, and the rest of the year. He was two and seven. Twenty twenty, he was five and two. The rest of the year, he was three and six. And then you go into twenty twenty one. He started the season off hot, seven and zero. Oh. The rest of the year, he was three and five. That is not good. You're not peaking at the right time. It's like he kind of reminds maybe, me about yeah, how like, uh, yeah. Andy Reid was before Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard some people say this, and I think it's a good take. Uh, he is like what Andy Reid was before he got Mahomes. He he always had everything, all the tricks out early yeah. in the season. Then keep, people tried to figure him out later in the season, and they were able to. If you look at those Alex Smith-led Chiefs teams, they always kind of faltered off in the playoffs and never really made anything until Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's the same exact thing you're looking at here with Cliff Kingsbury. And I've been very critical on Cliff at times. 
I don't think he is the best coach. I think they need an actual offense because it's too much of relying on Kyler Murray right, Kyler Murray left, throw the ball to D-hop. <laughs> I mean, it's just yep. it, it's some elementary type offense, and I think they actually need a pro-style offense Yeah, exactly. if they're going to actually mm-hmm. compete. Exactly like you were saying, if you could look at his record from Texas Tech and even to now, at the end of the season, maybe just gets lazy with practices and maybe says, hey, we're all set. We've been doing good at the beginning of the season. We don't need to practice. Take a day off. No, you need I, to keep grinding. I don't want to, I don't want to speculate yeah. that he did does that. We're not saying he does that by any means. That's not what we're yeah. saying and not what we're accusing him of. We're just saying there is no excuse late in the season. He's not able to finish. It is look is looked at his record. He's able to start off very good, but he's just not able to finish the season very well. Mm-hmm. Some of it's not of his doing. They had a lot of people out. D Hop was out. They only they just got JJ Watt back. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of people who were injured in that game that could have made huge impacts if they were on the field. But um, uh, credit to this Los Angeles Rams team. They had a slump late in the. Uh, in the midseason, I'd mm-hmm. say they've gotten back to winning football. They remind me of kind of a, an extremely talented team that was last year, which was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That kind of remind me of them in the fact that their defense is very good. They have a, sh- a crap ton of talent on that team. Yeah, a bunch of, Absolutely. Bunch of guys that just and as long, picked up. And as long as they can keep Matthew Stafford from not turning over the ball, I think they can make it far. But hell, if you could win games thirty-four to eleven by only throwing seventeen balls in a game, absolutely phenomenal. Um, credit to the Rams. I think they've Sean McVay's gone back to kind of sort of his twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen offense, mm-hmm. where it was more of the run, bootleg off of um, uh, play action to throw. Um, very good in this game, and we had a comeback. We had, who's the Cam Akers, right? Yep, Cam, Cam Akers. To the Rams. He came back after tearing, he had an injury. That he, In July, yeah. Then he Before tore something. The he started. Just, yeah, and he, credit to him and his rebounding efforts. Very tough guy uh, in order to do that. And I, I'm going to actually make a hot take here, though. I think Cam Akers is able to run all over. The Cardinals is because Cam Akers hasn't played a game this season. I yeah, mean, he's, he's fresh. got the freshest mm-hmm. legs possible, fresh off of rehab. You know, he's been working out, but he hasn't been playing football, and he hasn't been taking those brutal hits. Yeah. You know, late in the season, some guys like the Arizona Cardinals that didn't have a bye week, so it's like they're going into this still still wounded from the regular season, if, I, if I'd say, and I, I just think – yeah, Some people I, yeah. need to uh, calm down on Cam Akers. I think he's a great running back. I just think he's just got the freshest legs out there. That's why he was able to run all over the yeah. Arizona Cardinals. And I think he will be a threat come playoff time and to come think, next yeah. year maybe to fantasy football. I'm going to add on something real quick. I say it. Los Angeles, Matthew Stafford, obviously you give him the ball to throw a lot in the game. He'll throw a pick. If you give throw him on a, If he throws enough balls, he'll throw a pick. But – Sony Michelle, Cam Akers, those two running backs, that's going to win the Rams games. Give them handoffs. Give them each, like, 15 to 20 handoffs a game. Split the split the handoffs. Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, they're both 
Split them evenly. Plus, and then you get Matthew Stafford to throw the ball. He gets Cooper Cup, which is obviously he's got three crowns this year. Um, get OBJ, who we obviously know is amazing. I uh, got uh, T. Higby or Tyler Higby as your backup, and then or as for them, and then you got Van Jefferson too. So you got all those guys, all the weapons for Matthew Stafford. Then you go to the defense. You got Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. So basically, all this team looking pretty healthy now. As long as they stay healthy, I think they got a shot. I don't know if they'll make it to the Super Bowl, but they'll for sure make a run. They will for sure make a run, and that's transition to our playoff games next weekend. Our playoff games. Do you want to uh, go over well, our predictions? No, or? actually, let's go over NFL news. NFL let's news go over NFL yeah, news. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, so first on the news is Dak Prescott fined $25,000 for comments directing at the fans following wildcard loss. So it was something like they were it was going directed at, at the yeah, refs. Yeah the, the, yeah, the fans were throwing trash at the refs when they were going out because of the last play, which obviously was on Dak. And Dak said credit to them or something, and then he got fined for that. Even though he apologized for it, he still got fined. You still can't say stuff. NFL is soft. Um, you got to get fined for it. Uh, Titans to decide on Derrick Henry's status versus Bengals on Friday, so that's tomorrow. We'll get word if he's going to play or not. Um, Bruce Arians got fined $50,000 for the hit he took to his own player uh, on the sideline. He, he tried to appeal that uh, yesterday, but I don't know if he got that actually yeah. appealed. It's, uh, likely not, but who knows. And then Texans conduct conduct head coach interview with veteran quarterback Josh McCown for second consecutive year. <laughs> Josh McCown is a head coach. I can't see that. And Yeah. Um the last bit of news, want to go over some I'll go over some new head coach opportunities that popped up this last week. Um we went over that last week, but b- really the main one that's popped up was uh um, for the Giants was Dan Quinn. He's been he's up there for multiple teams. I think he interviewed for the Vikings and he interviewed for the Giants. Um, yeah, he used to be he was the head coach of the Falcons when they went to the Super Bowl. Definitely has playoff experience. I don't know if he has the skill to rebuild that Giants team. You never know what's gonna go on. Not too many new head coaches. Um, we'll give you guys updates once uh, once some teams actually pick coaches, which should be coming up next week. Um, we should start seeing some coaches getting signed. See some GMs getting signed. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all our NFL news this week. Yeah, usually after the the, the divisional round, you'll kind of see whether who's going to get hired and who's not, and that's when you kind of see some holes uh, being filled in that aspect. Yeah. Uh, but uh, okay, now let's put pick the playoff games for this weekend. We're not going to do the stupid rule that you no, did last week because you, you screwed go, me over, and we're over. just going to actually pick because you know that I'm going to pick all the winners, and he's mm-hmm. going to pick all the losers. Do you want to go over our results last week? Or does that not, not no, I don't because that was the most <laughs> BS results ever. So I'm not. We're not going to even. We're not going to pretend those existed because that was stupid. Yeah. All right, we got four <laughs> games this week. Um. For all we know, we could both pick the same ones, but I know for one of them, I know what you're picking. I'm not going to pick the same one. All right. For the first one, we got Bengals and Titans. What's your pick for this, and what's your reasoning behind it? Uh, I'm going to let you pick this one. All right. Um, this is really a uh, back-and-forth game. Titans are favored in this one, although the Titans, I, I haven't seen, I mean, it feels like I haven't seen them playing forever. Same with the Packers. feels like you see, I haven't seen them playing forever. It's only a week off, but 
Bengals coming off of a hot win. Bengals have looked amazing lately. Titans also. It depends if King Henry comes back. They got A.J. Brown. They got Julio. They got everyone in full force. That defense has looked amazing. The Bengals... I think I'm for this one. I'm going to take the Titans. I just feel like Derrick Henry's going to come back on a revenge game. He's not going to be full like he was at the beginning of this year. Well, but Derrick Henry's on IR right yeah. now. If he comes as, off of it. If he comes of off today, of it. Is, as of today, he is still on IR. Yeah, I... So are you still, you're still taking Cincinnati with... I'm t- without... Yeah. Are you sure? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, you know you're going against Joey B here. I know I am going against Joey B. He'd be very B. disappointed just, at you. He'd be very, very disappointed you know, at you. Th- this is about making tough decisions. I Take Cincinnati, exactly. bro. No, we know you want to take Cincinnati. Take Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I no, I want... That's your I boy want, there. I want, Cincinnati, I want Cincinnati to win, obviously. Then, but then no, pick them. But pick I'm not going to pick them. So I'm not going to pick them. If you want them to win, you believe so much in them, you should pick them. I want them to win, but the thing about this is you got to pick the team that you think... I want them to win, but you got to pick the team you think is hey, going to win by the stats, by the players. Where's your confidence? Where is your damn confidence? I, I, I'm saying... Pick Cincinnati to win. If you want Cincinnati to win, pick Cincinnati to win. I'm going to pick Tennessee on Give this one. Give me your confidence. I'm picking Come Tennessee on, on this man. one. That's a bunch of bullshit. You pick Joey B then. You, you do it. You do it. See, I don't believe in him. Okay? That's what Ray- I was going to say. Rabel, after having a week or more than eight days of preparation, he's 8-0 against that. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. They're getting very healthy. People are underestimating this team. They got a chip on their shoulder. Mike Vrabel is the coach who, that would tell you to F off. That's it. That's his personality, and I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Mike Vrabel's the uh, guy. I, I absolutely <laughs> love Mike Vrabel. Yeah. He would be a great coach anywhere else. He had a chance to go to Detroit, but Detroit didn't want to hire him. They hired Dan Campbell instead. Uh, no, they hired Patricia. They, they, yeah, they yeah. hired. They had a chance to hire him. They didn't hire him. But um. I like the Titans in this one. I'm yeah, going to take them regardless of Derrick yeah. Henry playing or not. I just think this team has a chip on their shoulder and they're going to make it to the AFC. Yeah, exactly. They got Julio, they got A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill has looked awesome. The Bengals, I think they're a team. They're a team next year. They're a team next year. I think it's going to make it to the AFC Championship, if not to the Super Bowl. But this year, this time, against this Titans team, I don't see them coming out on top. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to do a score prediction for this one. Should we do score predictions this week? Yeah, let's do score predictions. Right. You know, I think I think it's gonna be a close game. I think, I think, Bengals and Titans are gonna be pretty. No, Titans are gonna come out on top. Bengals are gonna make a comeback like they always do. And then at, towards the end of the game, it's gonna be a, get them a little, little more lopsided. I think it's gonna be thirty-two twenty-four Titans. Thirty-two twenty-four Titans. Give me a second here. Um, you know what? 35-28 Titans. All right. 35-28 Titans. Mark it down. That's it. Yep. That's our, They're going to win by a touchdown. And I think could be an overtime touchdown or could not be. Who knows? Yeah, either either this game could be a complete blowout from the beginning or this team could be lopsided back and forth each game or, uh, for the entire game. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Let's head into... The next game, which is the 49ers Packers. Well, I'm going to let you pick first. Who well, do you like in this I'm, one? I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to stick with my guys. I'm going to stick with the Niners on this one. I'm putting this out. I'm putting this out. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be 12 degrees at Lambeau. You never know what's gonna happen. Aaron Rodgers coming off of a week break, 
Packers coming off of a week break. I think could see the Packers coming out too. I'm gonna. This is gonna be another close game. Or be walking back your decision. You're trying to justify the Packers winning. No, 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 no. You chose San Francisco. Go all in on San Francisco. No, no, no. You were walking back. Like I can see the Packers winning. Well, I know. I'm no, with you're my you're predicting. So predict San Francisco. You yeah, gotta go all in on San Francisco. I'm then going all in on the Niners. I think it's gonna be a cold game. Packers are gonna come out. Niners are gonna come out to ball. Either it's going to go two ways. I'm picking the Niners for sure. I'm locking this one in. But it's either going to come out. It's gonna, the Niners are going to fight. It's going to be back and forth the entire game. Niners are going to come out at the end like they did against the Cowboys. Or it's going to be just a complete blow of the Packers. But I'm taking the Niners in this one. I'm going to give you some interesting stats here to uh, kind of start off this. In the 2010, Bosa, Fred the Warner. 49ers won three playoff matchups against Aaron Rodgers and the Pack, uh, Packers. Packers lead the all-time series against each other, 38-32-1. to 32 and one. But the teams have met eight times in the playoffs, which each of them have winning four. The 49ers, you know, won the past three. So, I mean, playoff matchups. So, I mean, who knows in this one? I like the Packers in this one. I'm picking the Packers. It hurts me as a Bears fan, but they're getting very healthy at the right time. They won't have... Valdez Scantley, and maybe they'll have Bakhtiari. He uh, played a couple snaps in last week's game. I think he played about 30. He felt pretty good. Aaron Rodgers said he felt pretty good about Bakhtiari's chances of playing. Jair Mm -hmm. Alexander, I'm pretty sure he'll be able to play for the game. Huge things. I I don't know how healthy Nick Bosa's going to be. I mean, and they don't have Raheem Mozart. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know how healthy I do like this Packers team. I think they got a couple interceptions from Jimmy G, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers turns the ball over at all, which really helps them. And exactly in Lambeau Field and cold weather uh, conditions, where this San Francisco 49ers team may not be used to the cold, and I do believe the Packers will win this one as much it as it hurts me to say it. Yeah, but for sure, another thing I want to mention, uh, the. Nah, yeah, it's the offseason. Packers, I think if they're going to win, they got to win now because they don't know what's going to happen in the offseason with Devontae. They'll probably resign him. They don't know what's going to happen in the offseason with Aaron Rodgers. They're negative cap space right now. Even though the cap space room is going to go up next year, um, they're a win now team, I think. But, yeah, I got Niners in this one. You got Packers. My score predictions for this one, I'm going to say it's going to be it's gonna be a close one. I'm going to have to say 27 or no, 28-27 Niners. 28-27-9. Ooh, wow. Um, I do believe... I think they're going to win it by a field goal. How do you think they're going to win it by a field goal? I think they're going to march down. It's going to be like 30 seconds left. They're going to march down. They're going to have like one timeout. They're going to call the timeout and kick the field goal. Robbie Gold's going to win it for them. They're going to win it. Okay. All right, what's your score prediction? Um, I like... 27, mm, 17. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think 30 to 23. Packers win. 30 to 23 Packers. 30 to 23 Packers. All right. That's my guess. Yeah. And I uh, I think the Packers are going to win this game, but you obviously disagree. So uh, let's head into the next Game on the schedule Sunday, 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. The Los Angeles Rams travel to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they play them 
I got the Los Angeles Rams winning this one. I just like how they're playing right now. They're playing sound football. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are very banged up. I do like the Rams in this one, Cooper Cup, and if they keep the uh, ball out of Matthew Stafford's hand, if they throw 17 times like they did last time, not throwing any picks, not anything like that, or running the ball, I think they could win. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on this one. I think I want to see Tom Brady get another ring. I think I want to see him. I want to see him get another ring. But I want to see this Rams group with all these guys that started the season with different teams. All these guys that have had struggles, the struggles they had through the year. I think I want to see the Rams team come out. Rams come out on top. I think personally, I don't think this one's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a blowout or a somewhat blowout. I think it's going to be a somewhat high-scoring game. I think it's going to be 32-17 Rams. 32-17. Yeah. I do like that score. I do think it's going to be in the 30s. I think it's going to be 32. 32. 32-29. Um, I do believe Matthew Stafford, who has the most game-winning drives of any quarterback I, I do believe well I think playing right now he's very good at it uh, I do believe it'll be a game winning drive for the Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. most definitely all right on to the next game the final game of the divisional playoff round 5 30 p.m. Central Standard Time the Bills traveling to Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. In this game, I see the Bills coming off of an absolute hot win. Chiefs coming off of a Steelers win. Who think they might be hot, have a hot win, but nope, it's the Steelers. I think Bills coming out on top. I'm going to say my score in a bit, though. Um, Yeah, I, I'm taking the Bills as well. I hate to go with you because uh, I never like your picks because you're always wrong. <laughs> but I think you're actually right on this one for once. Uh, but I think Buffalo is going to actually win this game. Uh, they look very good. Uh, remember Stephon Diggs watching the AFC Championship last year in yep. Kansas City? I, this is definitely revenge game all over it. This Bills defense is slighted. They are the best defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe so. It's going to be a matchup between the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs and the defense of the Buffalo Bills, even though the Buffalo Bills offense is very damn good. I do see this as a high-scoring shootout. I do believe these defenses won't hold back these both these quarterbacks, and I do believe the Buffalo Bills are much more healthier than the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, and another thing I want to put out there is their total off- offense postseason yards. The Buffalo Bills have 482 yards. The Chiefs have 478. So they're both very, very, very similar teams. And rushing-wise, the Bills have 174 rushing yards a game. Uh, The Niners are next on that, and then it's Rams, then Chiefs. So Chiefs don't have as much of a rushing game. But then for passing, uh, the Chiefs are number one with 372 (laughs) passing yards a game. And then Bills have 300. So it all depends. I do believe it's going to be a close game, and I... I do think good luck to you this weekend on your picks. And uh, wait, we didn't even go over the score. score. What was was your score? I I don't have a score right now. I I don't know. I think this is going to be a higher scoring affair. Um, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to copy. I'm going to copy a score. But it's going to be a close game, I think. I think it's going to be 42 39 Bills. 
4739 4742 bills we are going way over we're going the spread up here. there but you know we, i we would love to see this game become a shootout i usually when these two two high powered teams at offense meet together andrew it usually ends up in a snooze fest and it usually ends up in a defensive matchup so I, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully it's just a lot of offense, but who knows in this one. All right. Do you want to quick pick our uh, Super Bowl predictions real quick? Uh, Super Bowl predictions. Who do, who do you got making the Super um, Bowl? Next week, I it's I, I said Titans for the Bengals-Titans for AFC, and then I also said the Bills. So it's going to be Bills-Titans in the AFC Championship. I think the Bills are just going to squeeze it out. They're finally going to get to the Super Bowl. This is going to be their year. I think I got Bills for the AFC and for the NFC. Um, I did say I did say earlier in the season Bills Bucks, but I think I'm gonna change my decision. I got Niners beating Packers, and then I got Rams beating Bucks. Rams beating the Niners, and there's gonna be Bills Rams Super Bowl. I think in the Super Bowl for the score wise, I think I'm gonna see the Rams coming out on top in a close shootout. But last time they were in the Super Bowl, they did not do well. But they also had Jared Goff, so I think it's gonna be Bills Rams Super Bowl. You know, it's going to be weird because I'm picking Buffalo to win, but I think Kansas City is going to win it all, if I'm going to be honest. I just I, I don't I can't see I don't see Kansas City winning it all, though. I mean, I guess you can say that. I know yeah. it's you can call me a liar for picking Buffalo then, but uh, I just believe in the Buffalo Bills, and maybe they can get it done. But uh, if the Chiefs can prove me wrong, I, I believe they beat the Packers in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, rematch of Super Bowl one. Chiefs it could be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Who knows? I'm not really sound on that. I haven't really thought about Super Bowl, so we yeah, just thought it's a little like, far away. Say anything? It's and, not a little far yeah. away, but ooh, so it's, I, it's, my yeah. picks may change. But right now, that's the picks that I I kind of like. It's about it's about like tw- like twenty seven. No, like twenty. It's on the thirteenth of next month, so about like twenty three days away. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, this is a very good. Yeah. For this to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think, uh, and then uh, we might try to do a real life episode for the Super Bowl, like maybe leading up to it. Oh, IRL episode? Are we gonna get a? I think we should do a, uh, a pre- some cameras together yeah. and uh, I got I got a couple IRL. cameras. I think we should do a pre Super Bowl episode because we got. Two weeks from when the final playoff. We're not going to cover, really. We're not going to cover the Pro Bowl. That's not too interesting. We're, um, I think the week where it's in between the final playoff game and the Super Bowl, we, sh- we should do it sometime and then. Um, yeah, we'll get together. We'll come up with a set. We'll get some cameras going. Uh, we'll get some mics. We can do an IRL podcast. That'll be sick. Yeah, I think that may be cool, and I can't wait to watch these divisional round games. Yes. It's going to be great. And this has been the Anytime Sports Podcast. I'm An- I'm Colin, not Andrew. <laughs> and I'm here with my co-host, Andrew. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for, for sure. watching. If you have not already, follow us on Instagram and uh, TikTok. The links to our channels will be in the description. Uh, like and subscribe really help us out yep. trying to grow our channel up well uh, but thank you guys for watching and we'll see you guys next time Saturday, Saturday, Saturday.